Good morning. So glad that you were able to be with us this morning. Today is Senior Sunday, as it's been said multiple times, and it is a good day of celebration. Uh, it is a good day of joy. It's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge milestone in life. Um, and if someone hasn't had an opportunity to welcome you this morning on behalf of our church, I would just like to welcome you uh, into the presence of Jesus here this morning. Uh, for many of us, we can look back at, at this moment, where we're seniors in high school, we can look back at this moment with fond memories. Um, we had our life planned out. We knew exactly what it was going to be for us. And for some of us, we, we, we were excited. For some of us, we knew what was going on. But for some of us, things really didn't turn out exactly how we expect, expected them to be. Thinking back, I remember being in the shoes of these seniors uh, everything was going exactly how I planned. Uh, I had post-high school plans lined up, friends group was good, family was good, things were doing well, and then about halfway through senior year, everything completely changed. Family splits, friend group for 16 years of my life changes, um, post-high school plans started not to work out for me. Um, and so eventually came to a point where um, I had to realize that there was something about faith that brought you through unexpected times. Um, and a lesson I learned from moving from one stage in a life is things don't really work out exactly how I expect them to go. Uh, and I was thinking about this conversation and having conversations with, with some of our seniors this week. Um, the one question I wanted us to talk about as a church together this morning is what does it look like to lean into God's faithfulness when life doesn't go exactly as planned? I think this morning, our text in Hebrews chapter 12 really kind of captures the heart that some of us may feel when we step into a new phase of life. It, it has this optimism to it, right? It, it makes us feel, uh, feel good when we read it. Um, it has this inspiring tone, and I think it speaks to what it looks like for us to keep moving forward beyond the time where life really doesn't go as planned. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 12 together as we read what Cooper read earlier, verses 1. Well, I played the laser there. I think this button does this one. All right. As we read Hebrews chapter 12, 1 through 3, here's what the word of the Lord out of Hebrews chapter 12 says. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the author and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. This is the word of the Lord out of Hebrews chapter 12. You know this verse. It's one of those verses that if you walk into Hobby Lobby, it's probably on everything that they have, right? Um, it's something that people slap on a coffee mug or something that they put on a t-shirt, right? It's one of those inspiring, quotable verses that we know. Um, it's one of those verses uh, that's really great, especially when you start thinking about um, getting a new start. Maybe it's a new start in a new school, maybe a new start in a new relationship, or maybe a new start in a new job. 
or maybe a New Year's resolution or a new phase of life. We look at this verse with our new opportunities and we're like, yes, right? This time I am going to run this race with perseverance in this job, this school, this relationship, this friend group, fill in the blank, right? Um, and so we, we take a verse like this and we plug our own personal race into it. And that's, that's good. That's okay, right? Um, but I think we're better served sometimes when we look at the text and ask some questions about it. And so as we look into this, have you ever wondered, like, man, what is this race that the author is talking about? What is this race? Uh, what is this, what, like, are we running a race? Like, what does that even look like? And, and the author, he, he, this isn't the first time that he uses this metaphor of running a race. Um, or maybe it's not the first time that this metaphor comes up in Scripture, because it comes up again in 1 Corinthians 9 uh, and other places. So what exactly is this race that we're running? And maybe we ask this question as well, what is the finish line? Right? What are we working towards? How do I even know if I'm in the race? How do I even know if I'm still running the race? Or how do I even know if I ever began running the race? What is this race? What's the finish line? And so as we keep moving forward, um, you know, there's all these questions should stir up as we read a text like this. And we put our own personal race into it and we go, man, there's something bigger at play and I think we're being invited more this morning to look into the text. Uh, and to find that answer uh, about the race, we're going to have to look back. Uh, I had a professor in college uh, that used to say this cheesy quote. He said, anytime you see the word therefore in the Bible, you need to stop and say, what is it there for? Um, so, in other words, like he pointed it, in other words, therefore is pointing to something else. And what we should ask when we see that question is, I wonder what therefore is referring to. What is it therefore? And so um, if the fruit here in this moment of Hebrews chapter 12, if the fruit that is presenting itself on the tree is this image of us preserving in the face of a race, we're just going to have to trace down that fruit. Right? We're going to trace down and find what is the root of this race. Why is it so important? So if we back up just a little bit, Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, we all kind of know Hebrews chapter 11. A lot of people call it the hall of fame of faith. It's listed so many characters in the Bible of how in faith they stood through trials. Right? By faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Noah did this. By faith, Enoch did this. By faith, Moses. By faith, Joseph. By faith, all of these characters in the Bible, it says by faith they did something. Um, and so we read real quick um, of Hebrews chapter 11. Here's what it says uh, here in Hebrews 11, verse 1. Um, now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. Now faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. This is another verse that if you walk into Hobby Lobby, it's probably on something in there right? We've seen this verse before. We know it, right? It, it's, it's familiar. It's one of those that I probably put on a t-shirt once in my life. It's one of those that's probably on one of your coffee mugs in your house by faith. Now, faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. And the author starts off chapter 11 by this inspiring quote. Uh, and I, and I, I get through Hebrews chapter 11, and I ask the question, why the long discourse on faith? 
Why is it important to go through all of that? Obviously, faith has some sort of importance when it comes to the race, right? Because the author is, is referring back to the text when he says the whole quote in Hebrews chapter 12. Faith has some sort of importance to the race, but I don't necessarily think we're at the root yet. So we're going to keep going. And you keep going back to Hebrews chapter 10. Here's what it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith are saved. And I read that verse and I'm like, whoa, are we still talking about the race here? <laughs> like that's a pretty heavy language, right? If we're still talking about the race here, then the race has some pretty dire consequences and we're talking about people being destroyed and we're talking about people being saved. What is going on with this race? And I don't necessarily know if we're at the root, so we're going to keep going back. Um, and let's look, and I think at Hebrews chapter 36, or Hebrews, there's not 36 chapters in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. <laughs> Here's what it says. You need to persevere. There's that word persevere again, right? So hold on to it in your head. It's, it's, it's referring um, more about what we're talking about. So you need to persevere. So when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Listen to this. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and not delay. And suddenly we go... <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. There's something else to this race. This race is connected to the coming of Jesus. This race has a real finish line. It's not the end of 2022 or the end of this new goal that I set out or the end of this new job or the end of me graduating high school um, or the end of whatever this new phase of life. The end is when Christ is revealed and returns. And there are very real implications about that finish line. And suddenly this race begins to feel a little bit more heavier. And we keep looking, we realize there's, there's actually a little more to it. We're not there at the root just yet. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 22, this is what the writer's going to say. Let us draw near to God. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart. And with the full assurance that faith brings. And there's that word faith again. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, let us, and, or having our hearts cleared from a, having our hearts, wow, going over my words, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And here's that language of holding on and perseverance. Let's keep looking at kept doing the laser. Let's keep looking at verse uh, 24. Let us consider how we spur another, one another on towards love and good deeds. And suddenly, here in chapter 10, verse 24, we go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> We're not even in this race alone. We're not in this race by ourselves. We are in this race together. And the writer continues here in verse 25. He says this, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Now, why did I trace? This is, I think, our route, right? Why did I trace this route out? Why did I go back from Hebrews chapter 12 all the way to chapter 10? You see, I, I think if we really want to understand what Hebrews chapter 12 is saying, uh, we need to stop and take a look at what he said before. 
If we really want to uh, be able to understand what Hebrews chapter 12 has to say to us when we step into a new phase of life, we've really got to be honest about the race that the author is talking about. The race that the author is talking about has a clear finish line. The race that is being talked about has clear implications, and the race that he is talking about has clear ways to know what it looks like to run the race. And the author is saying, let us draw near to God. The way you run the race is by pressing into the intimacy, the knowledge of, and nearness to Almighty God. The way you run the race is by pressing in to the intimacy of the Lord. The author is saying that there is a God, a creator God, and he knows you and he loves you and he longs for you to know him. The race that we are talking about is about intimacy, but not just about intimacy with the Father, but it's also about the intimacy with one another. So we run the race with perseverance, drawing near to the Lord and growing with each other by sharing our experiences, encouraging each other all the more as we see the day of Christ approaching. And the one thing that I love about this church, about Hendersonville, is that we have so many people that are willing to step alongside our students and run this race, sharing their experiences um, and talking about the Lord to encourage our students to continue to run their race and seek intimacy with the Lord. And when we as a church come together with a desire to know the heart of God and share our experiences and our stories together and to encourage one another to pass on our faith and to keep running the race um, all the more until the day Christ comes, take just a moment. Uh, and look at the screen behind me and watch this video of our seniors. Um, just a few of our seniors explain how this place has been helpful um, in helping them run their race of faith. Andersonville has helped me run my race in faith by allowing me to be the hands and feet of Jesus at day camp, big camp, and BBS. At all three events, I've been surrounded by like-minded, faithful Christians who have been generally younger than me. This provided me with an opportunity to teach and learn from others in how to grow and persevere in my faith. This perseverance has allowed me to stay faithful even in the darkest valleys. These valleys have come recent and frequent. However, Hendersville has helped me keep my unwavering faith by keeping me accountable in the student ministry. This accountability provided by the student ministry has been loving and refreshing to see every Sunday morning and Wednesday night. I'm Julia Lewis, I'm a senior here and I go to Merrill Hyde Magnet School. Today I want to talk about how I've run my race with God. Starting off, with a, starting off, the Hendersville Church of Christ Youth Ministry has helped guide me throughout middle school and high school by providing me with peers and mentors that have shown me what love truly is. This church ministry has helped me run my race with God by following Jesus, by pushing me to my limits and showing me what my full potential is. I've learned my strengths and weaknesses within myself as I've grown. I believe that the race is the path to the finish line, which is eternal life. Everyone goes at their own pace and Jesus is with them the whole time. I incorporate this into my own life because God has been with me since the beginning and has helped me figure out all my struggles and become the person I am today. Throughout this past couple of months in the ministry, we have talked about the scripture Hebrews 10 through 12. In Hebrews 10, I've learned that God is the ultimate sacrifice by giving us Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so we can have hope and be forgiven and go on to eternal life. In Hebrews 11, I learned that I have hope for the future because I will receive the gift of eternal life and God in heaven. In Hebrews 12, I learned about being rewarded for the faith that I have. 
All three of these chapters give examples of people in the Bible that went through hard times and served the Lord and had faith and were rewarded greatly for it. All of these people continued and pushed through their race and still had hopes for their future. I have learned, especially this year, to put my faith into God and have hope for my future, especially now that my life is changing and college is coming up. I take this scripture into heart and will now know to look back onto it. Hi, my name is Kendall Moore. I'm going to MTSU and I want to be an athletic trainer. For the past 17 years, Hannesville Church of Christ has been my home on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. Memories made on sonic runs, burning our feet playing sand volleyball, spending countless hours in the summers with the interns, nine square at Big Camp, worship at Impact, and weekend retreats for when we needed to build Jesus. The youth groups my shoulder to cry on, my worship group, my best friends, and my family. The senior class of 2022 has been together since preschool, running around on the playground, making sandcastles, seeing who can get the highest on the swing set, and getting banned from them when we kept jumping off thinking we could fly. Today we're really opening our wings. As the class of 2022 rocks, walks across the stage, know you have made an impact on all of our lives in some way. You influenced our walk with Christ and have shaped us into the people we are today. As we begin to close this chapter of our lives, we look back on the lifelong memories that were made, one of the most impactful being last year. A group of 15 of us gathered around a speaker playing worship music. Within minutes, God filled every one of our hearts, our souls, and our minds. Dropping to my knees, arms stretched out, and with tears flowing down my cheeks, soaking my shirt, God knew I was destined for him. Everyone held each other in embrace for hours, telling each other how much, these, how much we loved each other and how much these relationships have meant to one another. I feel as though God did the same thing for me and has been walking with me ever since. In just a few short weeks, we'll be walking across the graduation stage, dressed in our cap and our gowns, receiving a diploma that we waited 12 years for. 12 years spent in the classroom and children's church, the Now Zone, the Hangar, and now the Student Center. Millions of memories, thousands of smiles, hundreds of tears, and one God beside us for it all. He's seen us make countless stupid decisions, try to wiggle our way out of a lie, and realize that we're only young for so long, and that we're growing up, and we're growing up fast. To the class of 2022, I assure you one thing is for certain. And knowing that Jesus will be with us throughout it all. The past three years have been filled with worry, uncertainty, and learning how important the relationships we have are. I will forever cherish the memories made with this family. As we close this chapter, I pray the next four years are filled with happiness and success. We did it, class of 2022. I'm proud of each and every one of us. Keep showing up, showing out, and proving to yourself that you can do it. Hi, I'm Patrick Higgins. I'm graduating from Beach High School, going to UTC in the fall. Uh, this Hendersonville Youth Ministry has uh, been a major component of my life growing up, and I've been coming here since before I was even born. My siblings have also all gone through the youth group, and they all met some of their best friends while they were here and seen all different kinds of people and even a few different youth ministers. But each uh, interaction they had was undoubtedly one of the best of their uh, young adult lives as well. And I've seen now three ministers in my time here, and nevertheless, they've all been incredible figures to look up to, and they've helped uh, guide me, and I've been able to lean on them in times, in times of need. They've uh, allowed me to grow in my faith in Christ as well, uh, all from Sunday night lives to even big camp and everything in between. Every memory I've had here since preschool has uh, helped me navigate my young adulthood. And uh, during COVID a couple years ago, I spent a decent amount of time away from the youth group, away from church. And 
my life was noticeably uh, changed in a not so positive way. But as soon as I returned back to here, my second family, I was uh, showered with love, just resembling Jesus's, and I knew it was a special group that I really needed to stay with uh, for the, as long as I could. Uh, and this specific group of seniors have been my closest friends uh, my entire life and my best memories for the entirety of my life have involved at least one of these one of these people and we all have we have this special bond that I don't think any of us are going to uh, access again in the future or and we definitely haven't accessed it without uh, this youth ministry and it's it's something none of us will ever uh, forget and it's been a wonderful experience uh, these people are definitely lifelong companions, and I'm actually uh, starting my next chapter of life with Brady, uh, rooming with him at UTC this fall. And I can't wait to see what God has planned for the student ministry and for this group of seniors. Hendersonville Church of Christ has helped me run the race marked out for me by being a community that is willing to run with me. Whether it has been a time of extreme joy, such as a time when we worship together as a youth group, praising God at the top of our lungs and rejoicing as we feel God working and moving around us. Or in times of sorrow, when I have come to the people with a heavy heart, at times not knowing who I am supposed to be or what I am supposed to believe. I have always been assured that I am not alone and that I am deeply loved by the people here. And I also know that the people here will also be happy to pray for me whenever I need it. Because of the unpredictable sequence of highs and lows I have experienced throughout my life, I understand now that perseverance is needed with faith. We are called to take the narrow gate. I have also been told since a young age that the path of least resistance is the path of least reward. Faith is truly a race that is needed to be run. I have been blessed to be surrounded by a community of people who will help me run with perseverance and will work with me to keep my eyes focused on Jesus. Because of this community, I am able to do my best to run the race that God has planned for me. Hi, my name is Caleb Castle, and I attend Hendersonville Church of Christ. I have been attending here since I was in the third grade. Uh, I go to school at Davidson Academy, and I plan on going to college at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. This church has helped me out a lot with my walk and my race with Christ. Um, from faculty members, to student ministers, to interns, to the friends and connections that I made in the youth group, I feel like I've come a long way in my walk with Jesus. Um, spanning from Sunday morning services, to Wednesday nights, to Sunday morning classes, to just getting to spend time and grow as a community in my youth group throughout summer and even through the school year. Um, I'm really thankful for this church and all it's done for me, and I'm excited to continue my walk with Christ as I go into college. Thank you so much to a few of our seniors for just sharing their stories and their experiences. Um, church is these 17 seniors are about to embark on a new adventure. Now let us remember that their race had not yet, has not yet reached the finish line. Um, and it is our responsibility to continue helping one another preserve and persevere in love and encouraging one another by sharing our faith and experiences with the Lord and with one another. Uh, at this time, she has already made it to the stage, but Haley is going to be presenting our seniors um, with some of the Bibles that we were um, giving them this morning as they begin to explore a new phase in life where the Lord has countless of opportunities for each of them um, to step out more and run the race even further. I'm going to be calling each one of our seniors up by name, 
uh, to come and receive their Bible and share in the moment of celebration and joy. Please hold your applause to the very end. But our first senior, Samuel Bailey. Emily Bass. Ansley Baston. Blake Brown. Caleb Castle. Reagan Catton. Patrick Higgins. Brady Johnson. Trevor Keel. Gabriel King. Noel King. Julia Lewis. Kendall Moore. Cooper Robinson. Emma Stevens. Savannah Williamson. And Carly Zetagren. Church, please join me in showing support and love for the class of 2022. Seniors, take just a second. Look around this room. These people and this place will always be your family, cheering you on in your future endeavors. And as you go on your new journeys, I encourage you to keep moving forward. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord and to live boldly through the plans that he has for you. Cling to the Lord, cling to his story, and cling to his good news that he will sustain you. Class of 2022, as a family, we would wish a word of blessing over you. May you go forth with confidence, and may the peace of our Lord go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness. May he protect you through the storms. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders that he has shown you, and may he bring you home again rejoicing into our doors. At this time, we're going to sing a song, uh, a couple songs, while our graduating seniors and their families and, and mentors, if you want to join, stand and move towards their assigned areas. Our elders, our uh, ministers, and our church leadership will take a moment to pray over their families, um, and then I will ask that all of y'all return to your seats afterward. Take a moment, everybody please stand, and Blake's going to lead us in a few songs. <laughs> 